0: I've been wanking myself into oblivion I've popped out for the shop Now I'm going back home to keep on with it Why do you think I'm
1: buying the condoms and the whipped cream? He hasn't
0: got any money, he's a car
1: What's he come to the shop for then?
0: Have a look around He's now like a snowplow of brooms This is a standard nerds podcast How do you buy me now?
1: Hello and welcome to How Do You Like Me Now, the podcast where we go back and relive the golden years of kids TV. With me is Liz and I'm Will. Don't know why I've done it in that order. First time I've ever done it that way around.
0: What What's happening now? Now I don't know when I'm supposed to speak. You've messed with the format that you didn't know you had and now <laughs> neither of us know what is happening. So People might be tuning into this podcast, this episode, for the first time ever, and now they think, we just don't know what we're doing. Which is true, so let's just go for it. Alright,
1: let's go for it. Here we are. So, Liz, hello again.
0: (laughs) Hi, Will. Hi
1: there. Liz, we ran a poll didn't yes. we, to see what people thought we should watch. You know, this week we're picking one of the winners because we ran it on Twitter and Instagram and we got you There know, was a difference
0: of opinion. Wasn't there, there was a difference
1: of opinion between Twitter and Instagram and I mean that whether that's indicative of the different people who are using Twitter and Instagram, I don't know. I just don't know. No
0: need to delve that deep.
1: No need to delve that deep. Just carry on Just go tele- for it. just
0: say what we're watching. Yeah.
1: This week we're watching Brum.
0: There was a strong showing for Brum.
1: There was. Online. There, there was a lot of people Expressing saying, I wish I'd voted for Brum after the poll had closed.
0: Yeah, I know Brum. Yeah, I think I watched Brum. Mm -hmm. I remember it being a show that my sister I have a younger sister and she really enjoyed it. And I somehow I was just had to watch it a lot. I didn't enjoy it, I don't remember much. It's a car, obviously. I know it's a car. He's got his headlights, her eyes. Yeah, he he rolls around. I think in a kind
1: of he rolls around. Oh, on his wheels. Sorry.
0: What do you mean? I thought you
1: meant like rolled over, like that. What kind of car rolls over? What
0: on earth are you talking about? I mean, he drives
1: around, realistically. He's a car. He doesn't
0: drive. When when you get in your car, the car doesn't drive you, does it? You drive the car. No, but
1: my car's not alive. My car's not sentient.
0: He's not driving the car, he is the car.
1: Yeah, but he's driving himself. No. Cars drive.
0: Yeah, but if I'm in a horse and cart, right, I can drive it. Yeah. But if the horse just walks the car along, I wouldn't say, oh, look, the horse is driving himself. I'd say he's walking.
1: No, because I would say that... Hor- so yeah, a horse- car is... Ro- Brum
0: is rolling.
1: <laughs> but I would say that horses don't drive. They don't have an internal combustion engine. Whereas a car, its natural move- no, motion it, is I'm to t- drive. I'm telling
0: you, I've had a horse... If you are in a cart or trap, it's called driving.
1: Right, okay, okay. That's
0: the word for it. Yeah. Okay, probably how the word driving came to apply to cars. Okay. Okay, mister, you know, I've got a car and I know about cars. Okay, horses were here first, (laughs) right, and horses don't drive. (laughs) Same as cars don't drive; they are driven. So Brum rolls around.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean that does make sense. I'm because... willing to
0: die on this hill. <laughs> I know it's early.
1: <laughs> okay, you've made your stand.
0: Yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm happy to I'm happy to back this up. Okay?
1: okay. Okay, okay. I mean I I think just actually on reflection it makes sense because from what I remember of this I remember Brum sneaking into places which if you've got like an internal combustion engine going. You can't really sneak.
0: I think you can just say engine at this stage.
1: Okay, engine.
0: Well, I don't, you seem to be trying to show off with this internal combustion business. <laughs> Not
1: intentionally. You
0: can you can just say engine. Cars have an engine.
1: Engine.
0: Engine. Engine. <laughs> engine.
1: Yes, engine. Um,
0: what are you saying, engine?
1: For?
0: An engine.
1: <laughs> engine. It's- i have an engine. I'll have an engine. Engine.
0: E- <laughs> e- I know how it's spelt. Engine.
1: Engine.
0: Yes. Yes. Engine.
1: <laughs> He's saying engine.
0: That's how I say it. Oh. <laughs> anyway, what? <Nord. laughs>
1: what else can you remember about Brom?
0: I don't really remember anything about it. I have that sense that it's going to be a kind of Rosie and Jim style, explore the world via this character. But the character was a car. And that seems very limited. You're choosing something. I know he's quite a small car. He's a small old-fashioned car.
1: Yeah, he's very small car. I think he's almost like a toy car kind of sized.
0: He can fit in a lot of places, but still, he's got no hands. Not even no. puppet hands. He's got nothing. How is he supposed to interact with the world when <laughs> all Bra- he's got is an engine?
1: <laughs> if Brum had had puppet hands, I think people would have been a lot more suspicious. I, again, like you, I didn't watch... I don't remember watching this much. I don't remember enjoying it that much. But I think this... Was too late for you and me. Almost yes. this was like on that cusp of this is you know out of our age bracket now. Yeah,
0: as I say, my sister was younger, and I felt when I had to watch this with her that this was a, a show that was too young for me, and I was past it, and I didn't want it. Yeah.
1: yeah. but I think something come back to me now is that it would always start and finish at this transport museum, and it would it would drive back, it would drive out when the man went past, it would drive back in at the end of the episode, and there would be a souvenir in the back seat. And he'd always pick it up and go like, hmm. like like John in Rosie and Jim, pick it up, and go where the hell's that come from? I don't know what that is, and would take it away and wouldn't think any more. Now I put it to you: if this car had had a set of puppet hands coming out the sides, yes, he would have been a lot more suspicious. Because what car comes with hands out of the sides?
0: No, I'm not saying that Brum should have had puppet hands, but I'm saying they should never have made a show about a car. No, make a show about something that already has hands. <laughs> Or has ways of interacting with the world. But a show about a car that just rolls around... (laughs) I don't see the point, (laughs) frankly. I do not see the point. I don't think I'm going to enjoy this one. All right,
1: well, let's go find out. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We're going to watch some Brum, and we will report back. Duncan, I'm blind. And we're back. So, Liz, we've just watched two episodes of Brum...
0: Yes, we have, yeah.
1: We have. The first from the 90s, the second from the early 2000s.
0: Yes, which was a mistake.
1: It was a mistake.
0: But I think we should talk about these as if they were two entirely different shows.
1: Yeah, they basically they are. they were, yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's start with 1994.
0: I was kind of into it.
1: <laughs> no, you were. I thought you were. I mean, yeah, what's not to like about this? You've got Toya Wilcox...
0: I was very surprised to hear Toya. I was
1: too. I hadn't realised it was Toya. I'd forgotten that.
0: No, she's trying to get in on that Ringo action. <laughs> she
1: is. I mean, quite successfully. She voiced a couple of series of this. This is. Yeah, cool. You know, good,
0: yeah. good for Toya.
1: Good, good on you, Toya.
0: It starts with the old gimmer switching on the lights. The
1: old gimmer.
0: In his workshop or whatever. He's got it's, a lot of. It's a museum. It's is the it?
1: Cotswold Motor Museum, yes.
0: The Cotswold Motor Museum. Yes. The Cotswold Motor Museum It's quite small.
1: Well, it is. I mean, it's in Borton on the Water, which is. Quite a small place. To oh, begin. how
0: adorable! But yeah, you
1: can go and you can actually see Brum at the Cotswold Boat Museum.
0: Everything about this is very quaint. Yeah, that little vignette there of him—he switches on the lights and, and the old there's...
1: Baker light switches and everything comes yeah, on. Yeah,
0: and he—he's just pottering about he thinks, oh, i just open the door, let some light and some... Oh, oh I should not try and do an accent. No, no, people
1: don't. from
0: Birmingham listen to this. Let some air in. And Brum's like, oh, sneak out.
1: Yeah, he sneaks out. And they have the See whole the thing that, oh, Wait for him to turn his back, go out. Yeah. Silent running, this car. Makes yes. no noise whatsoever.
0: Well... I know you were very, very concerned about the internal combustion engine, <laughs> but it seems like he's just radio-controlled. The,
1: the internal combustion what? Don't,
0: don't fucking start on me. Do not, do not start on me. Right, so Brom, yes, he's basically silent. Yes. So he sneaks out. He does that little kind of, you know, edging forward. And I was concerned that a car is not significantly... It's not emotive in that it hasn't got a face or hands or you know anything to gesture with but actually they do quite a lot with the use of some headlights
1: and the bonnet and the doors
0: the bonnet and the doors yeah. but also the edging
1: yeah the, the edging i think does, it does actually quite convey a, quite a bit of personality in in this car I mean, it's, yeah, and he rocks back, he rocks side to side as well when he's excited. Yes, if
0: he's excited, he starts rocking about.
1: As we all do. (laughs) Probably. I know I do.
0: So, yeah, he goes out to visit the big town. He does. He goes on the pavement, which I know you weren't happy with. Well, it's a car. But he's a a toy car, isn't he?
1: But he's still a car. Okay. But the the bigger problem I have with this whole thing about him being on the pavement is he comes across a lollipop lady. He uses a pedestrian crossing. He's not a pedestrian, Liz.
0: No, well, he but isn't. he
1: comes to a lollipop lady and she's there with loads of bags. He's like, oh, I've done all my shopping for the weekend. What kind of maniac goes and does their weekend big shop and then goes, oh, tell you what, I've just got to start work. I'll just sit here on the fucking pavement while I go and do my lollipop lady Well, bit. I
0: thought she might have popped in while she was on shift. You know, <laughs> nobody's trying to cross now. Just pop in, get a few bits.
1: Also, what kind of lollipop lady goes on a zebra crossing? Well... You have a lollipop lady where there isn't a crossing.
0: Mm, that's, uh, also,
1: what kind of lollipop lady is working not during school time? That's know. not a school crossing she's doing. That's just a normal crossing. you
0: got a lot of questions. This lady's demented. She also, as all of the ones in this episode, doesn't move her mouth when she talks. No, It's kind of an odd choice, don't you think? It is. It
1: is a bit of an odd choice.
0: Toya does the speech. Toya yeah. says what they are saying. But the lady isn't like moving her mouth even without noise, just to indicate that that she's talking to Brum. She stares at Brum, and Toya says that she's having a conversation with him. But Brum can't talk, he's got no mouth, and the woman doesn't open her mouth. No,
1: again, because this is a crazy woman.
0: There's weird she's choices She's dressing made. up as
1: a lollipop lady on a public crossing. There's no school kids around. And she's done all her weekend shopping. She's got a chicken defrosting <laughs> and an ice cream melting in a bag next to a railing next to an A-road.
0: <laughs> it did seem an odd choice that she would have her shopping on shift.
1: Right. Genuinely, if you need to introduce the whole thing of, ooh, shopping, what shopping? I'm best going to do that. You know, there are sensible ways in which you can do that, which don't involve some demented old person st- stood next to a road with their weekend shopping getting warm.
0: Right. They have to set up that everywhere Brum went, people are shopping. I mean, true, he has gone to the shops. Yeah. But they say everywhere Brum went, people were shopping. What
1: a damning indictment of 90s consumerism.
0: All except Ron the road sweeper. <laughs>
1: that's another thing you've lost from the 90s people having road sweeper as their profession I feel
0: what what would it be called now I,
1: th- I don't know I think it would be called like multifunctional
0: cleaning person operative.
1: operative operative they'd be called an operative oh, right.
0: they're all operatives yeah. or technicians or
1: technicians yes
0: <laughs> you were a technician once weren't you
1: uh, I was technical officer I think oh you. sorry
0: I'm so sorry yeah so Ron the road sweeper I get, I also I love an alliterative uh... yep Job title. Brilliant. That. Eat hard at
1: work. Hard at work or hardly working. Making a meal of it, Ron.
0: Well, maybe life's just much more easygoing in
1: Must be. Brum. Must be. This is the reason why they got rid of all the road sweepers. Because Ron sweeps up one little bit of thing onto his spade. Brum comes back three hours later. He's sweeping up the same little bit of rubbish. I no wonder he's got no time for shopping. Pull your fucking finger out, Ron.
0: You're very down on Ron. I am. He is he's a man doing a job of work. You leave him out of it. <laughs> right? The real... The real... Villains of the piece are the Doolally family.
1: Oh, the, the ri- family. That's their
0: their name. That's their real name, Doolally family. And Brom comes across them as he's entering a supermarket. Yeah. I assume that's the only shop that's you know is big enough for him to go inside. So he goes into the supermarket and the doolallys are fighting with a shopping trolley.
1: Well, Mr. Doolally, the doolally dad...
0: Mr. Doolally doesn't know he's got to put a pound in so he's trying to just force the trolley off. Which I reckon most dads tried to do that when those pound things came in. (laughs) Do you know know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it seems like a small dad act of rebellion. I'm not paying a pound, I can get the chain off this thing. I'll just have a go. How strong is it going to be? I'll
0: just have a go (laughs) at bust in it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but he doesn't manage and they do very well at illustrating that thing that happens of when you go to the shops and you see someone and you don't want to see them again and you run into them on every aisle oh
1: it's horrible it's horrendous I haven't even shop backwards just to avoid them
0: it happens when you recognise someone and you, you see them in the first aisle and you have a lovely chat you haven't seen them for a while you're catching up and you think oh it was so nice and you say your goodbyes and then you see them in the next aisle and you're like oh it's awkward now but you just, you just move on. You
1: do the jokey. Oh, fancy seeing <laughs> you again. <laughs> oh, I found you
0: again. And then you see them again. And you're like, oh, you know what? It was funny the first time. Not funny anymore. No, now I need to go and cry the in th- a corner. No, the third
1: stage is where you go, as you walk past them and do that little. And you're, very, the little <laughs> so, literally, literally and you're like,
0: I'm not speaking this time. Then you And leave. then the rest of them, you check the aisle first.
1: No, you leave. <laughs> you you, fin- you have whatever you have, you take it straight to the checkout, you go. You go to the far end checkout, you go yeah. to the one close to the door, you go to anything except the middle checkout, right? And you leave. doesn't matter if you're interested in the shop, it's that or the social embarrassment of running into them a fourth time and having literally, and literally there's nothing left you can do with your face or your voice at that point. <laughs> right? You just have to stare at them. You just go, stare mm-hmm. them down. No, you don't even mean it's not even like a staring down, it's like, there's literally nothing else I can do now with this person I've known, potentially for 20 years. All I can do is just look at them like, yeah, that's it. There's nothing you know else what to you do. should do
0: the first time? When you run into on the first time, you should be like, should we do our shopping together?
1: No, that's, what, no! Oh my god, no! <laughs> oh my god, what, are you mental? <laughs> that's just creep. No! no 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 right no okay no shopping right no yes. your' shopping is an intensely personal thing right okay what you just buying veg no you' what if you're not what if you need to buy something more personal what if you uh, what if you're going along to a shopping and you, go, you know what actually today I bought all my veg I've had a good veg week I'm going along and I'm gonna buy a 12 pack of donuts do you want the judgment? The judgment of the other person, they're, they're buying fresh fruit and veg, or worse, they're buying like super expensive premium stuff and you're buying the, the stuff that's basically the same in the basic packaging. You know, are you judging and they feel like they're judging you and you're judging them? Her, never shop in tandem. What's never f- shop in tandem. Liz. Okay, so
0: what would be worse if you've gone to buy like, you know, condoms and whipped cream, or you run into your next door neighbour and you see that they've gone to buy condoms and whipped cream?
1: I think it depends: a on the neighbour and b on yourself.
0: It if- does. I don't want to see an elderly, <laughs> widowed neighbour buying condoms and whipped cream. Now, to
1: my mind, that would be less awkward.
0: Oh, than her than, seeing us.
1: Than than her seeing us or the woman next door who's close for an age buying condoms and whipped cream. That would be, would be more awkward to me than the other one. Particularly if you do that thing where you're, like you're looking the other person's trolley and condom or something. Like, oh, buying anything nice? Oh, oh dear.
0: Who looks in somebody else's trolley to people comment? People do
1: that. People <laughs> do that. I've seen people do that. <laughs> This week at the supermarket, right, genuinely, I witnessed the following conversation. Two people, two couples, carrying two toys, ran into each other. Oh, ah, oh, fancy seeing you. Oh, I haven't seen you for a while. Oh, buying anything nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Then, literally, I walked around the other aisle, came back, they were still there, talking about coronavirus, <laughs> right? Then a third couple joined them, and then they all went, oh, must keep two metres away. oh. Uh, uh, and then they got closer and carried on talking, right? They were there for ten minutes.
0: Do you know what I don't like is when the person who's checking you out comments on your shop. They'll be like, oh, I haven't seen this in before. I'll have to get one of those. And I don't know why, but there's some part of me that feels like I'm just fucking have it if you want it. I know they're only being nice. No, 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 they're no. only sort of just chatting and making conversation, but I just feel like going, you want it so fucking much, just take it. I don't even care.
1: The problem I have with it right cuz I always end up going, I always my reaction is always to want to go go get your own. <laughs> That's mine. You can't have it. <laughs> you work it. You get your own, but to my mind, the worst thing is now, and I've seen this happen a few where now they sort of you get to the checkout and they go, uh, "All right, there, having a nice day? Been busy?" And they all ask the same thing. It's like, I hate that. I hate that mystery shopper thing of, all. Oh, make sure you say hello, welcome to Costco supermarkets. How may I help you today? My name is Brian. You know, make sure you hit all those key points. And it's like now at Sainsbury's, they've told them make conversation with the person. There. Yes. So ask them how their day's going. I get asked every single time. How's your day been today? Been busy? How's it going? I'm going, oh, well, you know, same old, same old. Because it's, it's too <laughs> rude to say nothing. Yes. And I don't want to get into it with the, with the checkout person. I literally want to buy my shit and go, right? Did
0: you just say some? No, I've not been busy. I've been wanking myself into oblivion. I popped out for this shop. Now I'm going back home to keep on with it. Why do you All think right? I'm
1: buying the condoms and the whipped cream? <laughs>
0: I always feel like when people ask me those questions, and I know that they have to, and I don't oh, judge yeah. them we've personally. Oh yeah, we've both worked
1: in retail. We know the. We've score. had,
0: we've done that. We've done that. I always feel like saying something inappropriate. Yeah. Just to kind of switch it up a bit, <laughs> you know, just to kind of fuck with people. I, my brain, always comes out with something bad, and I have to choke it back, and I end up just going. <laughs>
1: You do though. That's the involuntary noise you make. The involuntary noises. I just make involuntary noises. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But what? No. Anyway, this isn't that experience. Brum doesn't previously know the Doolally family. I, I don't he did. think. No, no. I think I think it gives you that impression because Toya is saying, "Oh, look, it's the Doolally family." But I think it's just that you know she knows who they are. Yeah. Not that Toya's part of this. You know, but she's
1: well, she's kind of the god of the series. She's the god
0: of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I don't think he actually previously knows him. Well maybe everyone knows Brum. That's the impression I got from Twitter anyway. Yeah. Everyone in Birmingham was like, "Oh yeah, we have to vote for Brum." And I was like, "I know this sounds thick, but I didn't previously understand that Brum had any association with Birmingham." Right, okay. Obviously I know what like Brummy, like I know that has that association. Yeah. But Brum to me was just the noise a car makes. Yeah. So I never and nobody in it speaks, so I didn't know they had accents. You know, I, I had no idea they were connected. No,
1: the only person who speaks is Toya, so, you know... Is
0: she from Birmingham?
1: I don't think she is. I mean, I, wouldn't I have, don't know where Toya's from. I
0: wouldn't have assumed that Brum was from the same place as Toya, just because she was narrating. Anyway, <laughs> so he sees the Doolally family, but they are not, the, you know, the person, your next-door neighbour that you keep seeing every aisle. They are that annoying family... Right, that you see every aisle and their kids are misbehaving, they're doing some shit, and you just want to you just want to say something and you see them right, so things that this family are doing, firstly trying to break the pound coin connected supermarket trolleys. Yep. Then when they're inside, they are not paying attention, blocking his way. Yep. This is why I thought that he didn't know them, because he didn't know them well enough to say Excuse me, can you get out of the way? Yeah. Even though he's a car. I mean, this, and this his car,
1: sense. he can't speak.
0: I know, I know. It doesn't make sense. But, and then, you know, there's a, there's also the fact that there's these these stacks of
1: cans and cans toilet and stuff rolls in and, there. and, yeah. and the, cauliflowers for some reason.
0: The shop manager is worried about Brum, the little car, knocking them down, but he should be worried about these kids and this family yeah. who are all out of control and the, the dad of the family is reading a bottle of bubble bath with the cap off yeah. and spilling it everywhere. I mean, the, they are that family who I always want to do something to. Like, in my head, I'm going around a supermarket and I'm scheming. I Right, okay, tell me if this means I should be locked up. But do you ever think, if I just stuck my foot out and tripped one of the kids when the parents weren't looking... And they cried, and then they accused me, and I'd be like, "Actually, you just you shouldn't have been running." And do you ever think that, like, you yeah, I should try and get away with something like that, just to teach them a lesson?
1: No, I don't. I I think that that's that seems really mean, unlike the kid.
0: No, no, but only a badly behaved kid. No, I
1: think you should do you do something on the parent. You know, you 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 do something like.
0: Oh, I've definitely thought about that too. Yeah, but it's much easier to get away with with kids. <laughs> Not saying I ever have done anything. No, but I'm or just you saying I would. But... All that I ever would, all that I ever would. But I'm just saying I'm walking around the supermarket and I'm just trying to get me tins of beans or whatever. But and I'm seeing this family and I'm going, right, they are there again and the kids are messing around. Maybe I could just hurt one of them. <laughs> Just a little bit, just enough, so it knows not to mess with me.
1: See, I'm far more passive-aggressive when it comes to this. If I see people who are irritating, and it tends to be people who either, like, you know, those arseholes who go up to the reduced bit and take their whole trolley and block the whole at- aisle so no one else can see it instead of 10 minutes loading oh. everything in. Or, worse, those dickheads who take a trolley into the self-serve bit that's clearly meant for baskets, oh, right? Dear. You, if you're listening, you pricks, I'm... Fuck it, I'm not having any more, right? But what I I tend to do is, if I see people like that, and I've seen this, I will purposefully not get out of their way. I will stand for ten minutes and stare at something I have no intention of buying if it forces them to go... Oh, and move around me really <laughs> awkwardly. I'm like, yeah, fuck you. That's a small victory on God, me.
0: yeah. Do you remember, I was in that museum. It, it was in Italy when we were on honeymoon. I was I was stood at looking at this thing for about half an hour. I had no idea what it was. I had no interest in it. And you were stood next to me. Yep. Right, you were looking at it too. And we weren't talking. And there was a person there who was literally trying to elbow me. Yep. Literally, they thought, I want to look at this. I am going to... Press my elbow into this woman in order to look at it, and I just stood my ground, yeah. and so did you. Absolutely. And we looked at it for ages, and we had no interest. And the second that they they left, we just walked off. Yeah, this thing, but they had been but, but, hounding
1: but, but, us around the whole
0: fucking. But neither of us had mentioned it before nope. this. We both just knew what needed to be done. Absolutely. And it did need to be done. Anyway, so. They have the doolally family, who are an annoying family. They're also way on top of the names, because the manager of the supermarket is called Mr. Lardy (laughs) Dar. He
1: is Mr. Lardy Dar.
0: So he's worried about the the stacks, the displays. Oh, no, they're not stacks. They're
1: not stacks. He calls them quite specifically piles.
0: Because there's the line... We don't want any accidents with our piles. And we
1: don't. No one wants accidents with their piles.
0: I get. I'm guessing that was just put in there for the mums and dads. I think so. Something for them to enjoy. Yeah, I, I put at one point that I thought the baby was a demon. Because yeah. his hand comes out of the pram. You don't see the baby's face. There's obviously no baby.
1: It's just a bit of demonic laughter and his hand comes out of boom, I'm gonna knock some also what baby is strong enough to knock over a can of dog food?
0: A big can of dog food, not a little can. No, not a, a person sized can. The big Decent cans of dog food for yeah. big dogs. Yeah. <laughs> big dog food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird, freakish baby. Weird,
1: freakish hell raiser baby. And yeah, so it knocks that over, and that can goes rolling towards the giant stack of Coke cans. And Mr. Lardy was like, <gasps> and Brum pulls in the way and stops it with his wheel. And so he's...
0: that's Brum saving the day in that yeah. in that small moment. Mm-hmm. And then we see a shop assistant piling up some bog roll. He was quite fit, by the way. Oh, a, okay. He was an attractive okay. right. shop assistant doing the bog rolls. I, I can't
1: say I looked or noticed. Just... Although
0: maybe I was just coveting the um, bog rolls, seeing as they're such a <laughs>
1: scarce, <laughs> the in-demand item right now. They're,
0: they're very scarce. It all goes wrong when this dad looks at the bubble bath because, obviously, if you read read a bottle of... Bot- bottle, Oh, fucking hell, that's <laughs> difficult. If you read a bottle of bubble bath with the cap off, it will spill everywhere.
1: It will, absolutely it will, as it does. Also, how long would it take you to read a label on a bottle of bubble bath?
0: Well, if you try and read all of the ingredients, quite a, a long time because, you know, there's like... Laurethium disulfate and all those fucking things. But
1: who reads the ingredients of bubble bath? Well,
0: I don't know. What kind
1: of moron is going and saying, this smells nice, I wonder what's in it? Because if you smell nice and you wonder what's in it, you look at the front label and it'll say, "Oh, lavender. Oh, it's lavender. That kind of thing.
0: I don't know. I don't have an answer for that.
1: What does it smell of? Oh, it smells of pentapeptides. I must look how many pentapeptides are on the back of this label. Anyway, Brum then drives around the rest of the supermarket... Aimlessly, not buying anything. No intention of buying anything. He hasn't
0: got any money, he's a car. What,
1: what's he come to the shop for then?
0: Have a look around. Oh, I don't know. It's a day out, isn't but,
1: it? So he's steering, taking a wide berth around all these piles of goods. Yes. Uh, until the demon baby knocks the thing off, he saves that one. But then, yeah, the dad spills bubble bath on over the place and Brum goes through it and skids. Because naturally you would.
0: Brum loses control, he's all over the he place. He loses his shit. He's got... He's got very skinny tyres, he's got those old, old-fashioned skinny tyres, there's no grip on them. Yeah. He's skidding all about the place. He's in the cauliflowers, he's in the cans of coke, he's in the bog roll. He skids through that bubble bath into every conceivable pile.
1: Yeah, as as Toya tells us, all the piles were ruined.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Mr Lardy Dar's piles were ruined. I know,
1: terrible. No wonder he's so angry.
0: I'd be angry. Brum was not to blame for this. No, he wasn't.
1: He wasn't. But still, Mr. Lardy Dog, despite the fact that Brum has already saved one of his displays, reacts like this guy's come in and shit on the floor.
0: Brum's skidding all about, but it's not his fault. You know, he, Brum's had an accident that wasn't his fault.
1: <laughs> you think he's a compensation conversation?
0: Well, I, I, would, I would say so. <laughs> Where there's blame, there's a claim. <laughs> I've heard that said. And, I mean, he's been in an accident, and it wasn't his fault. Absolutely. That, you know, they literally, they give you calls about that.
1: They <laughs> do. The culprit is clear.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Mr. Doolally. He knows his name. Toya told him. Yeah. So I think, I think that, you know, he, he could be in for a claim here. So then the narrator says, you know, oh, like, Bron's got a solution or whatever. And he goes out to Ron the road sweeper. I was very concerned that his solution was he was going to go outside and say to Ron, it's a bit of a mess in there, mate, could you sort that out?
1: Well, like I've already said, Ron's not doing much. He's got he's got time on his hands.
0: Well, I know you're very down on Ron, but I still think it would be rude to say to a road sweeper, it isn't your job, but could you go and tidy up the supermarket?
1: Also, I would argue that, OK, cans of Coke, potentially, you yeah. could use a broom to clean up. loo roll that's wrapped in plastic, certainly... But you should not be using a road sweeper's broom to collect up cauliflowers.
0: Well, let's just let's talk about what he does here. He goes out to Ron and he must, because he hasn't got hands, ask Ron to affix his two brooms to him. So that he's now like a snow plough of brooms. And then goes back to try and fix it. And yeah, that's not an effective strategy for the collecting of Coke cans, cauliflowers, or whatever else.
1: Absolutely not. He's got a chevron of brooms in front of him, like, say, like a snowplow. A snowplow's designed to move stuff to the side. What he wants is an inverted chevron of brooms, to like a Zamboni, to collect it all up.
0: Yes, so we just get a few shots of him driving through it, essentially causing more mess. Yeah. I'm pretty sure mister Lardy would have thrown them both out, to be honest. Absolutely.
1: But still, then you get his staff putting the cauliflowers back onto a stack of other cauliflowers, going, and the guy's looking like, that's a bit filthy, yeah, we'll put it back on here. Who's going to notice? This is why co-ops shut all their big stores. This is a co-op supermarket. When have you ever seen a co-op that size? Did
0: you think it was a co-op? I thought it was a
1: co-op. I thought it was co-op on all the walls.
0: Oh, I, th- I looked out for a, a name, but I thought it was a Safeway.
1: Oh, OK, maybe it was. Well... Th- Case in point, if it is Safeway, they went down the tubes. Why? Because they get a road sweeper's broom to clean up all their fresh produce.
0: Yeah, I agree. Some of those cauliflowers should have gone to wastage. They were damaged.
1: Yeah, definitely. And then they were soiled with a fucking broom.
0: That's been sweeping a road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I take that point, I take that point. Oh, it's
1: horrendous. It's all cleaned up, though, in the end. It's all
0: fine, in the end. It's all fine. Brum is not the baddie. The shopkeeper doesn't kick him out. He's happy with his attempt to help them... Sort things out, yeah. and so Brum can trundle off home. Then. Yeah,
1: it's been a busy day for him. He's yes. he's caused several accidents. <laughs> he's you know avoided one or two accidents. You know he's uh, he's had various conversations with people, despite I, not being able do to talk. It was
0: only when we we're watching this now. I realised... I remember that shot of him going up, up over the brow of a hill. Yeah. It's only now that I realised how, how rough that terrain is. <laughs> he's bouncing all over the place going up the brow of that hill. <laughs> Brum was off, Brum was, off Brum was off home. <laughs> um, he's all over the place. But yeah, he, he, he heads home. And you were right. When he goes back to the museum, mm-hmm. in his back seat... He has a little memento. Yes,
1: it's a bottle of the bubble bath. How he got it, don't know.
0: The one thing that couldn't have fallen in there.
1: Absolutely. If Cauliflowers,
0: they fell in.
1: Toilet roll, can of cola. Can of
0: coke, yep.
1: You know, absolutely fine. So, because there's a bottle of something in there that didn't fall in, I can only presume he stole it.
0: He did, he thieved that. Thief.
1: Terrible, terrible thief.
0: I did like, I did like this episode, how quaint that was. That little closing and opening part where. You know the the old gimmer guy. He, he closes up the doors and co- and turns all the lights off for the night. It's very very sweet. Oh, and
1: you get the the music is nice and sedate. That kind of stuff, you know. It's nice and and it's Toya. Toya's a very soothing narrator.
0: She's a good narrator, actually. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed her narration. I thought she was good. Yeah. Should we move to the second episode oh, that my we watched?
1: God, where well the second one where forgive the pun the wheels come off.
0: Wow. Jesus, it was so bad. It was horrendous. I was scared straight away because one of the things that we do whenever we watch something is that we choose two episodes. one is generally the first episode or a very early episode mm-hmm. and the second we choose from later on, depending how many series of whatever show it is, in order to sh- see if there's been progression or, or you know decline or whatever yeah and this I think is the latest you know though we've ever gone with something because this is 2001 the second episode we watched yeah. and but i didn't i didn't know how late it was when we started but straight away i was worried because it had gone from being this nice quaint little thing T- straight away it's up tempo it was way too up tempo oh god yeah
1: the fact that immediately I was like oh they've added noise they've added noise <laughs> yes, like, noise the whole the whole premise on this is predicated on him sneaking out of this garage that goes out the window the second you add noises of like right this the guy who runs this museum must be deaf it's the only way
0: yeah because they keep him in it's the same footage of that old guy they keep Everything around it has changed. The, yeah, the music is up-tempo. Toy has gone
1: yeah. to be replaced
0: with a child narrating. Who wants to hear a child?
1: No one wants to hear a child.
0: Children can't act and can't narrate, okay? That's why they should always be kept to a minimum, whatever they're in.
1: They should be seen and not heard.
0: I don't even think they should be seen. <laughs> I don't really like children. But there's there's way too much of them. Everything that's wrong with kids' TV now is in this episode. Yeah. Okay, so shall we go to the plot just very briefly, because I don't want to spend a lot of time All right. on what was shit.
1: Okay, so so basically Brum, without any indication why, goes to the airport.
0: Well, there's never an indication why really, is there?
1: Well, no, but at least he in the first episode.
0: But he's off to the airport today, but he's not there to understand about airports. No. He's there to foil a plot of some thieves, right, so straight away there are a couple of thieves who are big lads, yep. dressed up in Hawaiian shirts.
1: Yep, carrying an inflatable alligator.
0: They're trying to pinch somebody's bag when Brum arrives. Then a celebrity comes. So again, right, this is another thing that's wrong with kids' TV, obsessed with fame and glamour and shiny things, okay? So it's, it's just a celebrity arrives and I, the paparazzi is there.
1: I quote the big town superstar.
0: The big town superstar. Did you think she was based on anyone in particular?
1: Um, Not that I could think of, but I think she seemed like she probably was.
0: That's the thing. I felt like she should have been based on someone, and I should have been able to guess it, but I couldn't. You know, she had dark glasses, classic sign of a... Uh, you know a celebrity yeah. in silvery
1: jumpsuit silvery White jumpsuit. kind of furry coat
0: very big hair uh, but piled piled, up and then, piled high yeah. piled high on top of her head and yeah so everything about her is kind of shiny and a bit larger than life and
1: and she's carrying a little green attaché case with like a jewel encrusted edge to it and
0: yes and For some reason, when inside the airport checking everything in, she opens that and shows that it's full of jewels. Yes. Should be expensive jewels. They look like the sort of stuff you get at, you know, Toys R Us to (laughs) pretend to be a princess. But with a filter applied, so they, you know, a bit out of focus. Anyway, so the thieves obviously try to get them and... Brom's there, he's kind of like her security for the day.
1: Well, he's just kind of rolled into shot and she goes, oh, look at what my, I took it to be the plot of this is basically she arrives, gets a photo taken, sees this little car, goes, oh, this is cute, sticks her case in the back of it, gets some photos taken. The car, she seems to understand immediately the car is sentient and the car follows her inside. Yeah. She goes to the checkout desk, opens the jewels for some reason, shows them all, and then continues to take some photos... Puts her case of jewels down behind her where she can't see it. The thieves swap it out for their knackered old attaché case. She opens that and finds it's got two pairs of smelly pants in it.
0: Big boy pants. Big boy pants. Yes. And so then Brum chases the thieves. The worst thing happens when Brum chases the thieves. This was a moment which I... uh, Well, I was very surprised. Because the thieves, they go downstairs... Which could easily foil a little car.
1: Exactly. Two things from TV that can't handle stairs, you just assume. Brum and Daleks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've seen one handle stairs. Daleks levitate. I'll go with that. Fair enough. I'll go with Daleks levitate. Brum doesn't really
0: levitate, though. What does he do?
1: Brum flies.
0: Brum flies. Brum
1: ramps off and... Horrible CG Brum flies and just lands perfectly at the bottom of these stairs. Now, I put it to you if you actually pushed Brum off the top of these stairs, Brum would be fucked by the third step. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Destroyed. Destroyed. There's no Brum left in this shot. No, no. And that is a long flight of stairs. Yes. That has got multiple Air- landings. Our airport flight of stairs, multiple landings.
0: Awful. So bad. And but then after that, the, the
1: thieves are running along a landing, and where's Brum? He's in the fucking control tower! Yeah. How did he get there?
0: Maybe he flew. The thieves are in a worse place, right? They're in the cockpit <laughs> of the plane! They're in the cockpit of the plane! And the pilot
1: hasn't noticed!
0: No! the pi- Yeah, they're, they're directly behind the pilot, and he's meant to have not seen them there, right? I, I have strong suspicion this was filmed... Pre September the
1: 11th. Because <laughs> there's no way you can get into a cockpit otherwise.
0: And that's a very widely known fact. Even by children, maybe yeah. not very young, but I'm sure they wouldn't have put them in the cockpit oh God, if yeah. this was even slightly later. Because it's just, you just don't do it. It's just not a fun thing anymore to see people in the cockpit of a plane. <laughs> Miscreants in the cockpit of a plane. That's pretty horrible.
1: I mean, the flying down the staircase was already.
0: That would be. The worst thing I could imagine seeing in Brum if it wasn't for how the episode ended.
1: Yeah, because what's he going to do? They're on a plane. The plane's about to take off. Brum has to stop a jumbo jet.
0: Oh, that wasn't what I was thinking of.
1: Oh, okay. Well, this is what bothers me, right? Brum drives along the plane, somehow overtakes the plane. Yes. Right, a plane that is speeding up to take off. Has enough time to do a U-turn, pull in front of it, drive up to the wheels, and the plane the pilot s- spots Brum and stops dead, then notices the two thieves in the cockpit behind him.
0: Yes, that whole bit was ludicrous. <sighs> it was really ludicrous. And also, it's just unnecessary. Like, you just don't need Brum to be at those levels of heroism, right? No. He's interesting enough as a diddy little car that rolls around town investigating life and looking at things and, you know, the lollipop lady waves at him and whatever else. He doesn't need to be stopping a jumbo jet. He doesn't need to be at that level.
1: No, it's unnecessary. Unnecessary. God, that's was, the end
0: of the episode.
1: That's basically the end of the episode, yeah. The but case gets returned.
0: What I was thinking of that oh. was the really the worst part. I'd
1: already blocked this out.
0: It ends with a musical number. It's pretty much like S Club Seven.
1: Yes, it's very S Club Seven.
0: All of that they have tons of like people dancing around. Like they look like the townspeople, but they're in they're colour blocked. So they're in blue dungarees with yellow t-shirts or red shorts and you know green, and they're all colour blocked in primary colours like that. And they're singing like an S Club 7 style number going, Brum, Brum, here he comes.
1: Yeah, and at one point saying, He's a superhero. No, he's not. He's a car. He's a car. He's got less magic powers than, like, Herbie. And no one ever describes Herbie as a superhero.
0: No, I don't think I'd describe Herbie that way. No, but this is the thing... This, where... this episode was epically bad. Oh, my God, it was, but
1: this, this is the thing. This was 2001. Yeah. That whole music video sequence, I would have sworn this was mid-'90s based on what they were wearing. But, I mean, really? I would have thought so just look really dated to me, but, I mean,
0: this but you is... But know, you know that, like, stuff that is in popular culture has to be kind of filtered... And become so mainstream before it gets to kids' television, and so by then it's lost any kind of cool, and it's just like norm now.
1: Yeah, I I, I know what you mean. I just oh, this... this
0: this episode had everything that I hate about kids' TV from the last like 10, 15 years. You know, since I've been too old to enjoy kids' TV, it, pop music, fame and glamour, CGI. I don't like there being so much CGI. It no. doesn't need to be CGI of Brum in flight. No. Okay. Noise. Too much color. Too much going on. <laughs> too much drama. It's all too big.
1: I tell you one thing that's annoying about this is that all the footage of Brum moving is sped up. Everything yes. is sped up so that he runs quicker. So he dr- he drives quicker. He moves quicker. Right. Don't need that. It's unnecessary. You need it maybe for the chase bit, a little bit because yes, absolutely. He keep...
0: Chase. He's going faster than normal. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. When
1: he's just driving around, I don't need to see him driving at fifty along a pavement. Don't need it.
0: No. They have this idea that if they put anything slow in there, that kids will be bored immediately. Not true. But they're not watching Fast and the Furious, right? It's Brum. It's it should be sedate and quaint. I want the old man with the light switch back. I don't want him to be driving along at 60 miles an hour stopping a jumbo jet. Yeah,
1: this isn't isn't Mad Max. This is Brum,
0: right? No, it is. It's like they tried to make an action movie with Brum. (laughs) An action movie featuring S Club 7.
1: I would like to see an...
0: (laughs) No, you wouldn't. You just watched it. I'd
1: I'd like to see an actual version of Mad Max, like Fury Road, but with Brum digitally inserted as one of the cars.
0: Just imagine his little... Like headlamps just dropping down sadly, as he realizes the state of the world.
1: I absolutely agree with you. I hate this whole thing about oh, it has to be quick, it has to be bright, it has to be loud, otherwise kids lose tension. You and I grew up in the nineties where E numbers were rife. Yes. Right, and we didn't need everything to be manic and crazy. We had nice. We had sedate brum, right? Yes. We had and it was and fine. And Rosie and, June. and mm, we had sedate brum and. Other things, but we didn't need it to be manic. And to my mind, it is cheapened and it is worsened by two thousand one. Brum is shit.
0: Well, it is, and I think it's borne out by the fact that this gets cancelled quite quickly afterwards. Yeah. But kids watch Peppa Pig, and that isn't all explosions and fast-paced. That's just you know people talking to each other, other pigs or whatever. Yeah. I, I you know I've seen a bit of it.
1: <laughs> seen a bit of it. <laughs> Whatever oh.
0: becomes memes, I get to see, you know. I don't have kids, like I say.
1: <laughs> but there we are. So we've been able to see a Brum-themed music video. But Liz, I think it's time for the question. Okay. Brum, how do you like me now?
0: Okay, so old school Brum. I was pleasantly surprised. Because I remember not being massively into it as a kid. But when I watched it, I really thought it was sweet. I thought he, the car actually is really well animated with his doors flapping and he's rocking from side to side and so it was i thought it was really adorable and i enjoyed watching that brum but if you are nostalgic for that brum be very careful that you do not stray into the worlds of 2001 cgi brum in flight Be careful, because now I've seen that, I'm just angry. I was so angry at Brom when he flew down that staircase. Brom jumped the shark. What happened to you, Brom? You sold out.
1: I would say, go back and watch it, but if you don't hear Toya's voice within the first 20 seconds, turn it off, turn it off. But there we are. I think uh, this one, a tale of two halves.
0: Absolutely. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So there we are. Liz, thank you for joining me. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening, and we will see you next time. Hey, if you're enjoying How Do You Like Me Now and want to get involved more with the show, why not follow us on Twitter at HDYLMN1 or on Instagram at How Do You Like Me and get involved? We'll be running polls so you can choose what shows we're watching or what shows Liz is most likely to hate. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please like, rate, subscribe, review our show. It all helps and it's really appreciated. Thanks a lot and keep listening. This is a Standard Nerds podcast.